Yeah, and this episode is brought to you by Rare Bandy. Welcome to Bandyland for your artwork and merch because art is everything and everything is art. So, all right, guys, we got to get this one right. On three, we're going to say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts put on their mind. One, two, three. Welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts. Mine. Mine. Now, before we get started with this episode, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like this episode, share this podcast, and if you can, do me a favor, head on down to the review section and leave an honest review because this podcast was dedicated to helping us become a better version of ourselves. And I don't know what that version is, but I know that just like we need a little bit more money, just like we need a little bit more sleep, just like we need a little bit more of anything in life, we deserve to be a little better than what we are right now. What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcaster with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thigpen, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. Good morning. Happy Fridays. Um, I know it's been a minute since I hopped on an episode on a Friday. You know what I mean? Like, I know that coming into this season, I said that I wanted to, I wanted to start doing Monday only episodes, like, you know, just an episode a week. And has it freed me up to do other things? Yes. Has it, um, has it given me an opportunity to focus more on content? Yes. Has it, it is, it's it, it has its benefits, you know, but I feel like with certain episodes that I do, it wouldn't, it wouldn't do the episode justice. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't do the episode justice if, I released it on a Monday. You know what I mean? Like, I, I I just couldn't find myself to release this episode Monday. I, I, I just couldn't. And I say I couldn't because I don't think it would have made sense. I don't really think that it would have made, I don't think it would have really resonated with anyone if I would have released this episode Monday. So with that being said, I, I really want to just say, that this episode is definitely going to be a little bit unconventional to what I usually talk about. To be honest with you, I think this is, this episode is probably the complete opposite of what I usually talk about. And I, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you that it's, it, it's for good reason. It's, it's for good reason. And even right now, as I speak, I'm struggling. I'm struggling to make sense of what I've just created within my head. So, so I appreciate you just for being there with me, but let's just go ahead and get today's episode going. All right. Now, for those who don't know me, um, I've been in the military for almost 11 years, right? And in those 11 years of military service, I got put in a leadership position. I want to say within my third year of being in the military, within my third year, I was already in charge of people. I had taskers. I had, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm running a section within my third year of being in the military. And I, I say that my first two, my first two years was me understanding it. My first two was me getting inoculated to it. My first two was finding my footing of what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it in the military. So by the time I got into my third, not only had I found my footing, but I had also started to develop as a leader. So going into that leadership position, yeah, it was shaky at first, but, you know, and I, I promise you, this is all going to make sense soon. 
it was shaky at first, but I, I developed habits. I developed a certain level of, you know, consistency with what I did. I, I realized that hard work was going to get me there. It wasn't going to be talent. And for those who have never heard me talk about how I feel versus hard work versus talent, see, the thing is, is that I'm not, I'm not talented. I don't have a lot of talents. You know what I mean? Like, I, I really don't have a lot of talents. Like, some, somebody might say right now, like, you know, speaking is a talent. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I feel like speaking is more of a skill that you hone. You know what I mean? Like you hone, like you can't just get up on stage all of a sudden and, and think that you can speak. Like there had to be moments where you've been practicing this, like honing this, fine tuning. Because I mean, to be honest with you, anybody can get up there and just say something, but it won't mean anything. It won't make any sense. It won't resonate with anybody. They're just saying something. So it's definitely a skill. I would go on to even say that being able to influence other people, that's not a talent. That's that's really a skill. You know what I mean? Like it's a skill to be able to say things that resonate with people. To be honest with you, I don't have a talent in this. I have a skill. And I bring up the fact that I don't have talents because, because of my talent, my, my lack of talent. There it is right there. Because of my lack of talent, I've always been the underdog. I've always been the underdog. I like everybody always looks at me and they think like, damn, man, you know, I wish I had NCOs like you when I was there. You know, I wish I had a staff sergeant like you. I wish that I had Marines like you. I said, no, the fuck you don't. No, the fuck you don't. You don't you don't want Marines like me. And, and, and it's not that y'all didn't want Marines like me. It's that y'all didn't have patience for Marines like me. Because Marines like me, they were they were angry. Marines like me were clumsy. Marines like me did not understand the job when they first came in. Marines like me were fucking up within their first two years. I've always been the underdog. And for those who have never seen the underdog or, or know what it's like to be in the underdog position, you know that the underdog never gets a break. Ain't no breaks for the underdog. I'll tell you that right now. To be honest with you, the underdog, the underdog, he's the one that's coming in first thing in the morning. I'm talking about like before anybody else is up like by the time he's at work you're just now getting out of bed to be honest with you by the time that he gets at work gets to work you're still asleep i'm gonna just be 100 percent. i'm gonna just be 100 percent honest with you when he when it when everybody is leaving for work the underdog the underdog is still there and it's not because he wants to be there he knows that he has to put in the extra fucking hours just to be on the same page as everyone else. You know what I mean? Like he knows that in order to get those extra hours of training, he's got to wake up earlier than everybody else just so he can have the facility to himself, just so he can work a little bit. He knows that he has to stay late because he got taskers. And unlike everyone else who has a fucking talent in the situation, you feel me? Like they got a fucking talent. He has to stay late because one, he does not get it. Two, he knows that he needs to concentrate. Three, he needs to try to prepare himself for the next day. So trust me, when I tell you that it was a long road for me, it was a long fucking road. So I, I, I you know, and I, and, and I apologize for my anger towards the situation, but it really is frustrating when people say that, you know, oh, it must be nice. Oh, oh, I wish I, I you know, I had Marines like you. I wish that I could be, you don't want to fucking be me. 
you do not want to go down that road. Because it, it, it's a lonely road and it's very frustrating. It's very frustrating. I bring that up because I say within like my, probably like my fifth year, right? Like my fifth year in the military. That's when I realized. I realized that. What I do, I have to do it for me. It can't be for the organization. It can't be for the platoon. It can't be for the Marines. I had realized that way before I started telling people this. And I realized it on my second deployment. And on my second deployment, you got to think about it. I'm the first one is I'm the first one there. I'm the last one there. I'm going to put in the hard work. I'm going to do the shitty jobs. I'm going to do all of that. But it always felt like I was the only one doing it. You know what I mean? Like it felt like I was always the only one doing it. And at first I didn't mind it because I was like this, hey, hey, they got a talent in it. You see what I'm saying? Hey, why you worried about somebody else? Worry about yourself. Hey, grind that shit out, man. What the fuck is you complaining about? You better get back in that mud and fucking do what you got to do. I took praise in coming out on top knowing that I was at the bottom. But over time, it felt like as if, you know, people abuse that. You know, take advantage of that. I know that he's going to be here early. I know that he's going to stay late. I know that he's going to get the job done, so I'm going to task him out, vice-tasking this other motherfucker out who does not contribute to anything within the organization, the platoon, the company. Just like that. So I always had an immense workload, and it was always frustrating. It was always frustrating. I think somebody had told me, I want to say... It had to be like my eighth, my ninth year in the military. Somebody asked me, they asked me, they said, why do you stay late? And I was like, because we got work to do. And they looked at me and they said, that work can't wait till Monday. <laughs> that work can't wait till tomorrow. Like what, what's so important? Like help me understand. And the person that was asking me, he was my chief. You know what I mean? Like, so he obviously he's above me. And this is my boss asking me, and, and it was kind of weird for my boss to be asking me, like, that that can't wait till tomorrow? That that can't wait till Monday? Like, what's so important? And, you know, I tried to sell him on the idea of me working hard, you know, me staying late, me coming in early. And he says, what you do on your time, on your off time is none of my business. But at the same time, stop being such a busy bastard. And I looked at him and he said, you never heard of that before. Colin Powell, he he came up with this, you know, he had came up with this book. And in one of the chapters, it was this thing called A Busy Bastard. And as I read that book, it sums up the theory that a lot of times we're not necessarily busy, but we make ourselves busy. We're not necessarily swamp. We create this swamp for us. We don't take advantage of the opportunities of when it's time to recharge, you know, refocus, relax. Those words are foreign to us. We would prefer to be busy. We would prefer to work than to leisure. And I know right now I'm probably already about to lose somebody. I'm already about to lose somebody because they probably thinking to themselves like, Meech, what is you talking about? 
Meach, what you mean, you know, stop working hard? Meach, what you mean, stop coming in early? Meach, what you mean when you say stop, stop, stop staying late? I'm going to just be honest, I'm going to just be 100% with you. That shit can wait till Monday. Like, like, I don't know who need to hear this right now, but as you drive to work right now and you go through this day, you feel me? And you take care of all the stuff that you took care of in the day and you realize that you still got shit going on. That shit can wait till Monday. That work can wait till Monday. You know, I, I got into a habit of telling people that people, somebody driving to a job that they don't want for money that they need the whole time that they drive and their passions, their dreams, their aspirations, live in the backseat of the car. They go to the job, they punch the clock and see when the thing is about punching that clock is, is that they're the first one in and they're the last one out. And they pride themselves on these accolades and these awards and these promotions and everything of that nature. But the reality is, is that they're burnt the fuck out. They're burnt. They're burnt out. And it took me almost a decade within the military to realize that. That I was burnt out. People want to know, like, why I always have, like, this, this nonchalant feel towards certain things within the military. It's because I'm burnt out. Because I've stayed late for so many years. I've came in early for so many years. And now I'm not telling you, like, you no, know, if you got dreams, you got goals working towards, you know, obviously, yes, put in the work. Like, like it's a no-brainer that if you got dreams and you got goals, put in the work to see them prosper. Yes. But if all of your work, right, if all of your work is just going to go towards someone else, if all of your work is going to go towards an organization, if all of your work is just going to go somewhere else where you do not truly reap the benefit, then you're just doing it for nothing. You're making everyone else's life easier because you take up all of the taskers, but nobody is there to do that for you. You're prepared to give it 100%. And this is the thing that a lot of us, we don't, we don't tend to talk about enough. Yeah, you can give 100%, but we don't ever talk about the adverse effects of what it means when you give 100%. Like, what happens when you continue to give 100%? Like, do you really think that you can wake up every single day and give 100% Monday through fucking Friday? Like, Monday through Friday, do you think that you could give 100% without no recharging, without no, no relaxing? Without never taking a break, you really think that you could give 100%. And I promise you right now, I'm pretty sure I'm talking to somebody who's trying to rebuke this message that I'm trying to get off my chest. They probably saying to themselves, I give 100% every day. You a fucking lie. You're a fucking lie. Because it's impossible. It's impossible to give 100% when you don't recharge. You think I'm lying? Take a look down at your phone. I guarantee you that it's not even at 100% right now. That phone was used as an alarm clock to wake you up. It's a GPS to get you to your next destination. I'm pretty sure that it's being a music player right now to play the music that you listen to or the podcast that you hear coming through your ears. That phone's not at 100%, so why do you think that you are? It's impossible. It's impossible to give 100%, and it makes no sense to constantly give 100% towards something that's not even prepared to give 100% towards you. 
Told you, like this episode, it, it, it it's really resonating differently, differently with me. Because for those who don't know, like you know, I had the issues that I had with my father. I used to blame him for giving up time with his family because he chose to be, you know, chose to be with the liquor. He chose to be an alcoholic rather than be a father. And I was so busy hating him that I didn't even realize that eventually I ended up turning into him. The only difference is, is that I'm not an alcoholic. I'm just a workaholic. I gave up time with my family with this whole idea that I would have time with my family later on. But the time with my family that I would have had later on, I gave it up again just so I can have more time with my family. You know, that promise that I kept saying. So I'm constantly at work. I'm constantly putting in the hours. And then, you know, it breaks my heart because I would sit back and tell people that you got to grind it out. You got to work hard. You got to do all of these things. To get to where you at. And although that is true. And I would never tell you to not work hard towards your dreams. Not work hard towards your goals. But I really want you to understand that that shit can wait till Friday. <laughs> that shit can wait till Monday. That shit can wait till tomorrow. Hey, and, and I really want to just go ahead and just let you know. We got more to this episode. Let's go ahead and get into it. So now that I got everybody's attention. I really want to just, my next topic, I really want to just say that, take that break, right? Like, take that break before you break. See, a lot of times, you know, we, we don't understand how important a break is. See, a break is needed to refocus, to realign, to, to recharge, to relax. And I feel like we live in this era, right? Like, we live in this era where the idea of relaxing when you have not accomplished anything is is absurd. You know what I mean? Like you haven't reached your goal, so you don't deserve to relax. You haven't reached your goal, so you don't deserve to recharge. You don't. You haven't reached your goals yet, so you don't deserve to take a break. I'm going to just be 100% honest with you right now that the reason why mental health is at an all-time fucking high and suicide is even higher than fucking the divorce rate in the fucking military is because, is because we, we were depressed. We're burnt out. We're, we're, we're under this mindset that because I have not earned it, because I have not truly earned it, I don't deserve it. And I find that weird. I find that weird because every workday, every workday, you get from 11 to 1300 to go and eat, take care of some shit. Or just sit in your fucking car. And some of y'all, and and when I say some of y'all, I was one of those people. Choose to still stay at work. You choose to still stay there, right? You still stay, you, you stay there for the sake of getting the job done. But this is the thing that kind of blows my mind a little bit is that even though you get the job done earlier, you still stay till 1600. You still stay till 1600. So to hold, so, so to be honest with you, you could have sat in your car for those two hours. You could have got your shit together for those two hours. Somebody right now, they probably like, they use them two hours to go to the gym. I ain't gonna knock it. I ain't gonna knock it. 
But I'm gonna be I'm gonna just just be 100% honest with you. If you do not relieve the pressure, eventually you going to pop. Like like if you're not going to recharge, realign, you you going to lose focus. You going to be off the mark. It's so easy to sit there and, and, and grind it out. It's so easy to do that. It's harder to take a break because we have misconstrued and have, you know, essentially fucked up the word. Relax. Steve Harvey, you know, he, he dropped a video and, you know, it's an old video. I think I posted it and he said, rich people don't sleep. Rich people, you know, and he, and he goes on to say like, you know, like you sleep while everybody else is working and. And at first, you know, I sat back and I was like, hell yeah, hell yeah, I'm going to wake up early. You know, this is key to success right here. You need sleep. Same way that you need to recharge your phone, you need to recharge. So I really wanted to get this episode off my chest because I know for a fact that as you grind it out all day, when it's time to go for your lunch break, that ain't, your, that ain't, that ain't where you're supposed to sit back at your desk and continue to fucking work. That, that ain't it. It's a break. It's a break. I don't know who need to hear that, but but we need to start taking advantages of these fucking breaks. They had you from the moment that you clocked in to the moment that your lunch break was about to start. They had you for that time. This is a break. And I can assure you, they still don't get their time. They still gonna, they're still going to get their time. They're still going to get their time right when you come back from lunch. All the way to the end of the day, they still will get their time. So why are you not giving yourself some time? Why are you not giving yourself some time to decompress from the day? Why are you not giving yourself some time to just realign with the situation? To re reevaluate what the fuck happened? You going at 100 miles per hour and you think that that's healthy. I'm sorry. I'm trying to just explain to you that you need that break. You need that break. And as we move on to my next topic, I promise you, I promise you that this, this, this next topic, it, it, it comes, it comes from a place of, it comes from a place of certainty. This next topic, I just need you to hear me. I just need you to hear me. It's okay to walk away. You know what? I'm going I'm to just take the influencer term out of it. I'm not going to use the influencer's way or the motivational speaker's way or the fucking self-help, self-love way. It's okay to quit. It is okay to fucking quit. Like, I feel like we live in this, this, this age right now where this whole idea of quitting is taboo. You know what I mean? Like, like we only quit when... It's socially acceptable. Hey, you're in a bad relationship. You should quit. You know, quit that month. Walk away from that. Heal yourself. You, you're, 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 you're going through addiction. You know, you need to, you need to quit. Quit doing things that you are not happy with. Like, 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 I'm, I'm going to just be hundred percent honest with you, dude. Like, like quit doing shit that you are not happy with. It's okay to go to the next level. It's okay to go down a level before you go up a level. Like, I don't know who needs to hear that, but if you're struggling in a situation, right? Like you're struggling at something 
And this is the problem. And I and I I feel like a lot of us, we just I'm trying to get my words right. The biggest problem is, is that we're too afraid to quit because the idea of quitting has been so bad. Like it's it's such taboo because nobody wants to be a quitter. Nobody likes a quitter. I'm going to just be 100% honest with you. I would rather quit doing something that I don't love than to continue to do it every single day. Like, I don't know how long I have to live, but I don't want to spend a chunk of my life and know that it was dedicated to something that I fucking hated doing. I would rather go down a level, right? I would rather go down a level where I am slightly above or at least at everybody else's level so that way I can learn, that way I can fine tune, then to be stuck at a higher echelon where I sit in a fucking classroom, right? Like where I sit in a fucking classroom and I have no idea what the fuck anybody is saying because I am not even at the level of which everyone else around me is at. Like, like it, it, it kind of like breaks my heart because I sit back and I think about a child being in school, right? Like a child being in school and everybody knows that retention. Like if you got held back a grade, it's 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 associated with you being dumb. Like it, you got held back a grade, it's associated with you being stupid. It, you got held back a grade, like you know that was just like a, a academic death sentence. But imagine, right? Like imagine seeing that kid in a classroom with their peers, and everybody else is getting the assignment, and to them, they might as well be speaking a fucking different language. For eight hours of the day, they gain nothing from the day because they are not supposed to be in that classroom with everyone else. And we think that we're doing them a favor, right? We think that we're doing them a favor by pushing them to these higher echelons. We're doing them a favor and telling them that they will adjust. That right now it may seem like it's hard. That right now it may seem like it's hard, but over time after you get through the fucking storm, right? Like you got to trust the process. That's what we tell ourselves. You got to trust the process that eventually you're going to get it. But during that process, we don't realize the damage that we've caused. We don't realize the damage that we've caused, you know, the feelings of inadequacy. We can't even make friends because we feel like our friends are a little bit smarter than us. We just don't know how to talk to them. We can't even interact with the teacher because for some reason, as we try to talk to the teacher, we don't even know what the fuck we're supposed to be asking them. It's okay to go down a grade. It's okay to walk away from something that you're not ready for. It's okay to quit. It's okay to quit, man. Like, and I and I just need to just tell somebody that because I would rather you quit doing something that you hate than to have to meander out of bed, right? Wake up every single month morning, try to tell yourself that you need to think positive. You need to think positive. And as you drive to that fucking job that you don't want for money that you need, you know that you fucking hate it. You know that you hate it. And you force yourself in there every single day. And every day you, 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 you hate your job. You're not happy with what you're doing. You're constantly putting in the hard work. But the gap is so fucking vast between you and the goal. You and your peers. You and everyone else around you. It's so fucking vast 
that no matter how much hard work that you put in, you're going to need a fucking decade just to catch up. Just walk away. And I know somebody right now is probably like, nah, you know what? Meech don't know what he's talking about on this episode. Like, I'm usually rocking with Meech on these episodes, and Meech usually be speaking some good shit that resonates with my soul, but right now Meech is talking about quitting, and I just don't feel comfortable hearing that shit right now, so I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to turn Meech off, and I'm going to play David Goggins. Fuck David Goggins. Because a lot of y'all not even cut in that manner of which that man is. That man go out there and run 20 miles. And tell y'all not to fucking quit. And y'all believe that. When you can't even run fucking a mile. Fuck no. We live in this mentality that it's not acceptable to quit. Like we live in this whole mentality that, you know, hey, don't fucking quit. But you can drink your problems away, right? You can smoke your problems away. You can do all of these external things to fix the internal problems that you got going on. But the one thing that will actually fucking fix it, like the one thing that will actually make you fucking happy, the one thing that could actually jumpstart what's going on with inside of you right now, you don't want to fucking do it because of what society has already fucking told you that you shouldn't quit i apologize i'm just gonna be 100 honest with you if it does not serve you you need to walk or walk away let me rephrase that if it does not bring you happiness you need to walk away if it constantly is draining you you need to walk away if you feel like as if you're burnt out and it's a fucking monday morning and already you're looking forward to fucking friday you need to walk away I ain't saying that we glorifying the quitter, but let's stop this whole Soto fucking hard work mentality. Let's stop this fake ass grinding mentality. And start accepting the reality that some shit just ain't made for us. That we all are on a certain race in life and that we're all going at a certain speed, right? And that if you constantly are putting yourself in the fast lane with all these other fast fucking cars thinking that you're going the same fucking speed but not realizing that you're in a fucking, you're in a fucking Prius. You're in a fucking Prius trying to race a fucking Camaro and you think that if you just keep putting your foot on the gas that no matter what the situation is, no matter how hard that you fucking keep pressing that eventually you're going to catch up. You're going to burn yourself out and send yourself into an all fucking time depression, right? You're going to put yourself in a fucking depression and you're going to end up hating what you truly would have loved if you just would have fucking got in the level in which you were and and gradually grew. You would have gradually grew. I apologize, man. I, I know I may sound angry on this episode, but this shit just been buried within my soul, man. I really had to get it off. I really had to get this shit off my fucking soul and clear my spirit because I'm going to be 100% with you. We in a rush to get to our dreams and goals and don't even realize that we in a rush to a fucking early grave. Because we don't want to go at the rate in which we're doing. We don't want to do the things that actually are good for us. Walk away. That shit can wait till Monday. 
And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast, pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves, even though I don't know what that type of version is. I just know that you can be better. Lastly, don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from the Ordinary Mind available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. I think there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.